What is even up? It's your boy Kremlin. You're with my boy Eckenstein. And uh, my wife, Bali. Kekalim <laughs> Bali. <laughs> so, let me ask you for the first time today. How are you all doing? <laughs> oh, hi, I'm everyone. For the first time today. <laughs> oh, hi, Friedrich. Nice of you to join us now. <laughs> oh, Friedrich is there. That's... Uh, that's the worst you. fake ever. <laughs> yeah, we, we have had a lot of uh, practice, uh, but still not quite convincing. I, uh, uh -huh. So you were telling <laughs> us about your crown? So my crown, um, as I haven't told you yet. <laughs> yes. Oh, and hi, Jana. Oh, hey, Jana. Um, I have won this. Uh, more or less, I was awarded it democratically. Uh, have you heard of, um, I think they are called Heilige Drei König Kuchen or Königskuchen, King, King's Cake. So I think it's something in the South here. Not too sure, to be honest. Not even sure how it's called, but it's um, basically little, uh, little pieces of uh, sweet bread, like uh, this side. Mm -hmm. It's about like six in, in one, one cakey thing. And one of them uh, traditionally has a coin in it. And whoever gets the coin um, while eating, of course, uh, is crowned and uh, can decide what to do the whole day or whatever your tradition might be. Um, in our case, I ate... Uh, of the six pieces of bread, I ate three, and I did not get a coin. <laughs> but nobody else got one. Not a normal coin, not a plastic coin, um, and, it, and it took a couple of days until my mother was uh, in the bakery again and found out that there was supposed to be a, a cherry instead of a coin, because... I think of EU law, you can't just put a coin or some plastic in uh, food anymore. <laughs> oh, the tradition. Oh, the tradition. But yeah, my, my brother got it. Uh, didn't really think much about it. <laughs> Ate that one. But he didn't want the crown. Chrome. I think it was a little bit too uh, silly for him. So uh, I was awarded it. And because everyone agreed, I was king. Mm. And yeah, I immediately... Um, announced that we will now be living in anarchy. Um, nobody cared, which I think is the right response. So all's fine here. How about you guys? How are you? <laughs> no, I was just thinking you look like um, a King Arthur. I don't know, like you could be close to we were watching Lord of the Rings. So oh, Aragorn. Yeah. So oh, yeah. <laughs> could easily be one of those guys. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah. Much appreciated. Yeah, it's much better than Jesus Christ. Which one do you want? The Yesu Christu or the the Lord of the Rings conning mm. look? Or mm. hipster? Are we adding? Mm. We're adding to the looks. Which ones do you want? Which one do you prefer? Oh, I'm, I'm fine with either one. <laughs> as long as I'm not Gollum, I'm fine. 
Hey, wenn das ihr. Hey, wenn das ihr. Ich weiß nicht, wir okay. We're okay. I don't know what's okay. been going on this okay? whole week. Are we okay? Are you okay? Are we okay? Are you okay? I'm okay. Okay, cool. Are you okay? I'm glad you are okay. Yeah, I mean, I was worried a little bit about Crackman there. <laughs> Ow, baby, my earrings, really. What? <laughs> it, it does pull. pull. It pulls? <laughs> yeah, if you've just well, got tell it to stop. I'm trying to look all goth and everything, and it's oh. just like I'm messing it up. So that's how you're doing, I guess. <laughs> <Fine>. <laughs> Drinking some hot cocoa, goth and hot cocoa. Yeah. I mean, of course, we are we're deeply sad mm. because we finished Chit's Creek yesterday. <sighs> oh. oh no! Oh no! That's. <laughs> Well, you can, oh you can still restart it, so... No, it's too soon. Not, not all is lost. No, too but soon. Not, not for Crabman, apparently. <laughs> I think we, we finished it a couple of, like a month? How long was the break until you restarted? <laughs> it wasn't long. And I have watched it, like, I think now... Three times. Only three? I feel like I've watched it. This was the fourth time. Fourth time. Within the last year, I suppose. Oh. You heard. That's it's wonderful. There needs to be more of that. Oof. Um, we did that. This one was playing Mass Effect. Ooh. I'm still playing Mass Effect. First one. Mm. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still there. I'm still having some. I need to finesse the. What do you call this thing? The controller. The controller, because I, I'm all over the place. I've got eyes everywhere, back, down, sideways, everywhere. So. So yeah, the dual controls are still a bit of a. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a mind of a drum. <laughs> so most of the time, her character is basically running around like this. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so hard to watch. <laughs> it's so hard to watch someone play like this. And then he shoots for me because I don't like shooting and I don't know how. So, yeah. So he yes. he's my wingman. Very good, very good. And I chose, oh my God, I had to make myself beautiful first. Mm -hmm. I, I'm the hottest commander. Yeah. I have now nice. been promoted to Spectra. Spectra, yeah. Spectra. Oh, so, so you got your ship now? Yeah. No, I'm oh, about to get my ship. I'm going to. I'm going to my ship now. Gonna go. It was just admitted to the Spectre. Yeah. Oh. So, so um, great things await. Yeah. But you yeah, were yeah. you were told that you would be getting a ship, right? Hmm. You were already told that you get a ship now. You weren't told it yet. I mean, you start on the ship, uh, but I think it's when you return after that. Oh, now that you're a Spectre, now it's mm. yours. Hmm. <laughs> How did that make you feel? Nothing. There were some shenanigans, I think. Uh, Captain Anderson was being grounded for something. And then you get the ship. I feel like there was something like that. I mean, I feel, felt so great. This is like one of my favorite gaming happenings, situations ever. 
Oh, so you mean like I'm supposed to attach my emotions to the game and absolutely and and and, and helps yeah while I get lost and have no sense of direction as to where I'm going that it's I an adventure like hmm. yeah no and I'm still neutral in my answers most of the time <laughs> I can't yeah, be like nasty yeah. and uh, I don't know I feel okay about getting a ship he says I'm going onto space and I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Just, why, just excited about my hot looking commander body and yeah, my yeah. face, man. I made it as nice as possible. So yeah, that's nice. Nice. I'll see space. I'm always there all the time. Well, used hmm. to be. <laughs> now I don't get high. <laughs> so I can't be in space. <laughs> so yeah. Mm. Apart from that. Apart from that. Did we do anything? What did we do? It feels like that only feels like three days or something. What did we do? What Apart happened? Apart from Lord of the Ring. Oh. Mm. I guess we hadn't watched. Yes, we watched the new regraded 4K edition of Lord of the Rings. All in mm. one go, of course. I uh, think I felt that you watched it because i i felt this this huge emptiness of lord of the rings in myself and i was wondering how i with whom i could watch this here um, yeah yeah it's uh it's kind of interesting because they recolored the whole thing and it looks really good it has kind of like a like an earthy grounded quality it looks a little bit like uh, like a fantasy movie from the eighties. Hmm. Now, like yeah, it has these earthy browns and nice, very vibrant greens and golds. So in some parts, it's almost like a little bit of a hint of Ragnarok. Um, mm. And I do like that a lot, but I also feel like I miss the more stylized um, look of the original. Uh, you know, where you had like scenes that were just blue or yellow and green, you know, um, that felt a little bit more magical, but I'm, yeah, I'm like really 50-50 on, I'm probably just going to keep watching this one because it's also, it's just, it looks, the 4K looks great. So. Maybe just switch it up. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking about that. Hmm. Maybe I need to see the old one again, just to see how I actually feel about it. Just to check, you know. <laughs> Then, then the new one once more just to compare it and then maybe the old one again mm. that would that would be the scientific process yes yeah hmm. can i say this one so so let's talk in 10 years again which one's better yes very good oh my god friedrich and jana uh -huh. <laughs> oh, yes we, we're getting to it we're, we're dreading it we're dreading <laughs> to talk about it we i guess we, I'm, you, you you, you want to some respite before we start with this? Because I watched the movie too. Oh, yes. Do it. <laughs> Let's delay. I, I uh, finally watched, I, I've uh, shot it before me, uh, finally, um, Maleficent, Disney's Maleficent. Mm -hmm. And I think I, I, like, I didn't watch it for so long that I completely forgot what it's about and what's going on and what it's trying to do. Um, I'm not sure, but it felt a little bit like these 
like so they Disney started remaking all the old movies, right? The, the animations, like two D animation is now three D and all that stuff. And it feels like Maleficent was like maybe a first um, try of redoing the old stuff, but in this case, they completely changed everything. They they took um, what, what was it like uh, Snow White and turned it completely on its head, um, and it's actually. Wait, Snow White? Huh? No, not Snow White. What is it? Rapunzel? Oh, right. No, it's Rapunzel. Um, Rapunzel. The, the one where, where she, she gets uh, picked uh, by the spindle and then falls to sleep. Which one? Sleeping Beauty, I guess. It's called Sleeping ah, Beauty. Sleeping yeah. Beauty. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Sleep, it's Sleeping Beauty. Um, so, so the setup is. Um, so Sleeping Beauty was put under a spell to sleep, but it was not the evil witch, it was someone else. And the evil witch actually uh, woke her up, it was not the prince, and took her under as her own daughter. And so she's now the princess of the fairy kingdom. And there's like in contrast uh, the human kingdom and the prince there falls in love with the princess and uh, yeah it's quite something really i don't think it's a great movie maybe not even a good movie i'm really the wrong person to ask <laughs> <laughs> i enjoyed it a lot because it's so different it breaks so much away from what the story was originally. And it, it really um, it tries to keep up with the new zeitgeist, you know, with women should also have some agency. Yeah. Uh, this stuff, you know. And I think that the, the, the best reason I can give you to watch this movie is, if you wanna see how Disney does Game of Thrones, this is the movie to watch. This is some real Disney Game of Thrones shit happening. It's a it's a Disney massacre. It's a real Disney massacre, and then it's Disney again. And this this was a ride I thoroughly enjoyed. So recommend it. But isn't it like Disney where they kill a character first and then make it nice and and not so so for the kids? I mean, it did well, feel they, like a real uh, departure from their usual stuff because it like goes hard um, on the original lore. Basically, it subverts everything, and then like in a in a very yeah, like in a very righteous anger type way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it it depicts a genocide without showing a single drop of blood in the whole movie. I think that's something that's worth watching at least once. Yeah, I did. I do like that the movie exists. I also don't think it's great or anything. I'm not sure what bothers me about it. I mean, it's been a while. I think that came out when we got the award. I think I remember seeing the posters for it outside of the venue. Hmm. Uh, so that's that's almost seven years now. We've been doing this a while. 
Um, oh, well, that's probably... <laughs> no, go for it. I'm not sure if the, the old Sleeping Beauty, like the original um, Märchen, fairy tale is, is Disney, but they definitely made uh, animated Sleeping Beauty. They didn't come up with the story. It's like, uh, that's like Snow White. They take one of the old, it's a grim one, isn't it? Right, that's why I'm confusing it with Snow White. Yeah. I mean, that was that jam back in the day, just taking old grim fairy tales and making movies out of them. Yeah, and Disney really owned them, and they, they continue to do so. Hmm. Shenanigans. Uh, the new one? Hmm. Yeah, that is a Disney one. Pretty positive about that. Reasonably so, one could say. But yeah, so you haven't seen it? No, I don't watch kiddie stuff. So, <laughs> this would be an example of not kiddie stuff, really. No, no, I haven't seen <laughs> I mean, any Disney a, stuff in a long time. Like one of the pivotal scenes, you know, it's kind of... It, that. That's the one where I'm like, I can't believe they did that. Yeah, I thought it a couple of times. So don't spoil anything. I won't. It's just wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean I would like to watch it. I just haven't seen. I have a general aversion towards fairy tale stuff. Fairy tale stuff, and again, I've I kind of have overgrown it. Mm. So to see another remake of. It's not a remake. No, I'm just saying to in my head to find something that says maybe it's a remake or another Sleeping Beauty if it's not from TV, animation, Disney remake, 40 years celebration. Do it, I, like I am okay. I'm over that type of stuff. Yeah. Mm. Hey, Eliminators. Yes, we are talking about Maleficent. But Maleficent, I liked Maleficent. We were That's together. the movie we're talking about. But I, I watched it with you. I'm pretty sure we haven't watched it together. What? I'm sure you watched it. With you. Not with me. I, I wouldn't haven't. generally just go and watch Maleficent on my own. Well, I have it, and sometimes you watch movies on your own because I don't want to watch them, so... Hey, I've seen this one with you. <laughs> no, maybe with me in the room. <laughs> Doesn't she break wings and stuff? And... So, like... What? So you did not realize that that's what we're, we're talking about the whole time? I thought you were talking about... You said Sleeping Beauty. What's that got no, to do it's with... No, it's a... Maleficent is Sleeping Beauty just told from the other side. Oh, okay. I've seen it then. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... Uh, even I said, uh, see the reason he positively surprised me as well. Very, very surprised. <laughs> mm -hmm. Hello, Illuminati. It was a, it was a right art. It was a right. <laughs> but how, how do you guys uh, feel, feel about like gender and uh, uh, just representation in general? Because I noticed that they they put a lot of like people in there just randomly so that this doesn't really play any role it's just like there are black people there are white people on both sides they're just everywhere it's just normal and then i, I really want to buy uh i think all the really bad 
um, people are women, but they also gave like women like all the um, interesting roles too. And I don't know how I, I don't really have a feeling. I just noticed this. I don't remember it. I'm sorry. Me neither. Because I haven't seen it in so Because I've seen it with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm trying to do my nails and it's so terrible. <laughs> it looks okay. It looks good. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting there. So, I guess, should we... Let's get like, to the dark parts. Quickly breeze through that. No, we can't sure. breeze through it. Respect it. Yes, of course, but I also feel like there's really nothing... I feel like I have nothing to say to this that we have not talked about ad nauseum before. Yeah. This is just like exactly what was always going to happen. So, that sucks. Well, I, I thought this, this is going to happen, but then it didn't. And then I thought like, okay, it seems, seems fine. It will like go on, drone on a little bit, and then it will just peter out at some point. I did not expect that this is that they're gonna <laughs> storm the capital. Capital? Capital. Anyway, I didn't think they would they'd be doing that. And uh, yeah, it took me by surprise. And at first I thought like, oh well, it's probably not a big deal. And then I completely fell into the, the I don't know, news rabbit hole. Just wasted at least two days. I was incapable of, of doing anything else but reading through Reddit threads, like looking at the pictures, looking at the videos, also looking at the conspiracy theories, of course, um, at the rationalizations the, the, the right has now, and also how like everybody reacted. Uh, it's amazing. It's crazy it's shocking it's yeah um where do we start jan <laughs> i am saddened by the privileges that color skin color brings to certain people I'm not shocked. Instead, I'm just, apart from expecting it, it's just, luckily, um, we kind of, he even kind of doesn't tell me about what's going on in the world <laughs> until I find it out myself. And I'm like, oh, this is what's happening in the world. And he goes, I know. And I'm like, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> I mean, I did tell you this. I mean, I didn't tell you in the middle of you becoming a specter, but... Okay. Yeah. Um, we kind of promised... One of the reasons I'm off uh, social media is that I couldn't take it, uh, especially after George Floyd's uh, murder. And of course, hearing about Brianna, um, and then going on and talking about it constantly, um, it just made it worse. Like I didn't want to. Like the more I put, 
anticipated into trying to say something. It just kept on failing me to mean and resonate to anyone because everyone is talking about it but not doing anything. So when, yes, what, Wednesday? Uh, yes, second Wednesday. Wednesday happened. Yeah. Um, or Tuesday? Well, Tuesday night, I think it was for us. Yeah. And now to keep on, now I'm watching some, like, uh, my only news source is like late night shows. Hmm. Um, with the hint of comedy, I guess things are not as bad. But that's when the kind of, because I can't exactly go jumping channels and watching CNN and whatever and whatever. So I just get it all in one. Um to see the footage to do, um, and to see the orange man telling people, and these people just going and doing, and and now there are talks about FBI wanting people to be identified in the footage. Uh, Just then someone saying that the person that needs to be persecuted first is the president and the daughter and the son and the lawyer, that they need to be the ones that need to kind of then for inciting violence. If I was a, if it was me saying, come, let's go, let's go and invade. First of all, if it was me, the way I look, I don't know whether I, I would be taken seriously. And secondly, if I was taken seriously, there would have been barricades everywhere. And then the orange man also has authority to call the or, uh, the guard, the national guard. Mm. And of course, he says, let's go there knowing that Joe Biden is in there and a couple of other people that could be hurt. Uh, all kinds of things could happen that he won't stop these people. They're not terrorists, they're not anything, they're just Americans with whatever Confederate flags and the whole lot. Uh, it's just, it's disheartening. And it just shows you how blatant racism is. That when, I haven't read the articles about comparison to BLM, and mm. this, uh, and I, I, I personally know what would, what but it would seen, say. But you've seen the pictures, right? The pictures where they uh, had like a little small army standing in front of, I think, like some memorial, Lincoln Memorial, yeah, guarding that there's no person in there, and then just a couple of dudes standing there protecting, like a apparently sacred them. part of democracy. Yeah, yeah. people, yeah. The worst one that was for me pathetic is the footage that I saw them chasing the capital the security guard. Security guard. I, yeah. You know, it's just if it were reverse, if it were reverse. Yeah. Would yeah. Never, so never this, come that far. 
part of me is happy that I'm shielded somehow um, because this is really like I don't want to see this one I don't want to witness this the, the audacity of it all of mm. uh, someone because they're greedy and I really don't feel pity for someone for people who listen to other people for to one person talking mm. crap nah that's that I'm not I'm completely against and yeah uh, I'm so not involved in a way because mm. it kind of hurts I haven't discussed it with him because I just like I did nothing to discuss this just yeah, it's just this is all that's left on my side is just just becoming so cynical about the whole thing. It's just like it's, it's becoming funny, and I know it, it shouldn't be funny. It, it's not something to laugh about, but there's nothing left to be like feeling. Um, we've known how delusional these people are for a long time. Everybody has known this. They everybody knew they were capable of that. So it's just. Kind of unbelievable how easy they had it. Like, like all the four hundred and fifty years of their lives, they've had it easy. So, yeah, what's exactly. so different about to like that day? I mean, even the stock exchange. I was telling him about the stock exchange. Nothing. No stocks went down or up. No rent. No dollar took a, a dive or anything. Everything was oh. just steady on. So the markets are. People are making money off of people. Yeah. 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 And that's that's honestly the, the only conspiracy theory that I've read that I can give some um, that I can yeah. believe maybe some credit. Yeah. Because I, I've I've heard like okay, so <laughs> I've read this this that they are leftists and antifa. They were under in, inside this right, and they were the, the bad guys actually. And they, uh, you could see them because they had like their their maga caps turned around so they can identify each other, which is completely stupid. That's not how anyone would do this. You don't you don't want to be able to be told who is it. And I, I watched the photos and I just saw like one single person with the cap backwards on, and it was a, as it was it was a, a black guy. He just was standing in inside of the capital, and he just looked, I don't know, surprised and a little bit disheartened. And then you see all the white people around him and just like raging and destroy and just walking around there. And, and you know, like, there's nothing. If there were like Antifa people under in this riot, there's nothing they had to do. There's there's really nothing they could do to make it worse. They already did all, everything they could. And then, so the, the only conspiracy theory that I've heard is that um, because like the people, it's it's weird that the cops kind, that there weren't enough like to protect them. And then it, it, in one video, it looked like they even opened the gates for them. And that like the capital should, should have like thick doors. And if you just close them, nobody can get in. But somehow they get got in anyway. I thought something about windows, but it's kind of weird too is that the only one who really benefits from this are like the, the, comp, the is big business. And so I'm not surprised that, that uh, like business-wise there isn't any downfall for like the economy doesn't really hurt because big business got out of 
Trump everything they wanted. They got the laws. They, they now have the Republicans now have the legislative. You know, they have their um, their Richter, their judges. Yeah. So I mean, the Democrats aren't really like they are also on the side of big business. So it's it's better for them to get rid of Trump now in a big spectacle, so nobody because they don't want a dictator because that's bad for business, that's bad for the economy. And you can see like the four years that Trump had, they weren't good for the economy, but they got a lot of the laws, like the, the environmental laws got toned down so much. So if any any shadowy thing behind everything, that's, it's not the, the left or the Democrats, it's big business and they just use Trump. So maybe, I don't know. Uh, in the end, it doesn't really matter, right? It's just, I think the most beneficial thing that came out of it is just like laying bare how how fucked up their system really is. And so I'm not really expecting much to change or happen there. I don't think like everyone will be prosecuted or anything, but we'll see. What, 50 people? 13, they arrested. No, uh, yesterday... Well, Arrested, but are, let's let's wait for the prosecution. Yeah, now it's more fifty. Oh wow, fifty. Yeah, out of yeah fifty. I know close to four hundred people being arrested. I think uh, yeah. in one in one march from the first uh, Black Lives Matter protest, they arrested like two thousand people. Aha. Uh -huh. So that's that's interesting, and yet not at all surprising. Yeah, or the casualties, right? I think five casualties. Mm. One of the protesters and four cops. Sure. Wouldn't it's want not to talk about own. the casualties uh, with the Black Lives Matter, but I don't think there were any cops on the, that got hurt, really. Like, yeah, no, it's. Uh... Well. Hmm. It's messed up and. I mean, if anything, I mean, of course, the police was in on it. I mean, they had several. Um, oh, the officers. selfies, right? Hmm? Uh, the the cops that made selfies with the with the rioters inside the Capitol. I don't even know that. They whatever. they even rejected like uh, like the National Guard and the FBI offered manpower, and they rejected it to guard the Capitol yeah. because this was planned in, in advance. Like they had. I think Obviously Trump this for personally rejected this, right? That mm -hmm. he blocked it, and they had to go around him. And Pence, which is the surprising part, uh, actually. And it was not just uh, on the day; it was before. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> oh my goodness. Ah, okay. So, Ilmita uh, says like four cops thought one cop, one shot writer, three more writers. Yeah. Please don't don't just believe everything that I say. I. I I haven't checked a lot of, I mean, I, I try to check as much as I can, I really, but, um, um, but I don't yeah, I'm not a news person. Sorry, were you done? Yeah. Uh, I don't just mean on the day when Trump refused to call in the National Guard and they had to circumvent that. I mean, before, like it turned out that the, uh, the police chiefs that are now have been asked to resign, 
um, that they rejected in advance because of course they knew it was coming. It was like planned on parlor and stuff for months. Uh, and they got yeah. like the they got offers for more manpower in advance and they said no we don't need it. And so that's why there's five guys standing around they're just waving them in, you know. Because it's all I'm actually, if anything, I'm surprised that when in Germany they tried to storm the capital, that the police didn't, that they stopped them. That's what I'm surprised about, that we are not mm -hmm. at that point yet that the police does it very openly. But we're going to get there. I mean, with Merkel stepping down now and her being the most left person in her party, <laughs> um, I'm expecting things to get equally garbage over here. So... That's fine. Well, we'll we'll see. Maybe maybe with Merkel gone, um, like the CDU uh, loses a lot of people. Never. Hopefully, we just we can hope. I always think like the Germans, they are just a little bit more uh, reasonable because we haven't been as poisoned by the media as America. But it's it's always when I see something in America, I think it's foreshadowing for what's going to happen in the future because it's yeah. I don't know how do you manage to be so optimistic about these things still. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's actually, a, I mean, that's what we, like last time when I said like, I don't think 2020 is the worst year ever, you know? I think I have a problem with being, I mean, I've been, I'm too optimistic. Maybe I'm not sure if it's a problem, but I know if I always try to look at the bright side and I I am, I've come to realize that's not always a good thing. It can be very offensive. I mean, if you lose your, both your arms, I, I will be the first one to tell you, well, you've still got your feet, and be happy. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 gotta, I gotta check that, yeah. I, I'm a little bit too optimistic about everything. But no, I was actually... Living, I mean, for me, for my health, maybe that's good. I don't think it's good for other people, to be honest. I was actually not laughing at you. I was laughing at uh, Friedrich's comment on I had one of the rioters uh, tasered himself by accident and later on had a heart attack. But it happened. could be, yeah. Uh, I do. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the dark when it comes to this. I, then again, I don't care for white people's. <laughs> yeah, like there's no riot. It's just. Numbskulls I mean, going and following the zombies and following someone. I mean, the, the part that I love the most, and I think like a lot of people do, is that, that nobody wear, wears any masks. That's also like a point that can't be really leftist Antifa, because you can't go in like a leftist bar in Leipzig, for example, and pull out your phone and make pictures. They will stop you and they will make you delete these pictures. They don't want to have pictures of them online. But this, this, they live, live stream their breach. They, they took selfies of themselves. They posted like proud that they uh, took like a, um, a letter from out of this. Uh, I mean, this is yeah, like going into Nancy Pelosi's <laughs> office and posing yeah. <laughs> feet up the table and like whatever. They know they're safe. Oh, uh, also my favorite tweet. I don't. I don't remember who tweeted it, but it was uh, due to uh, travel restriction. U.S. had to stage a coup at home. <laughs> I like that one. 
but yeah, it's, I mean, that's, that's one of the laziest, or not laziest, but like the sloppiest coup attempt in history, right? <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. They're really lucky that they're all incompetent idiots, but the next one won't be. So that's the problem. And of course, you know, we are watching and yeah, I think Germans are cleverer, but they're not better people. So that's, that's what scares me. Yeah, not, not better. I, I think more reasonable or maybe not reasonable, but more, um, I don't think we like Germans are very like prone to these big gestures that Americans love. And this is a big gesture, right? Let's go to the camp. Let's just go in there and sit on the president's chair. <laughs> but they did try. I mean, they were stopped, but they tried. I'm not sure what they would have done inside. I think they would have been probably more malicious. And my point is more, more that I think the fascist takeover in Germany is going to work because they are cleverer about it. Like Republicans are obviously tools, but I feel like our right is pretty clever about it. And yeah, that's I mean, terrifying. Who, who writes about going and kidnapping a Michigan governor online? Uh, like, who does that? Who who posts the entire face when there's face recognition? <laughs> People who are safe. Well, yeah, who they also have, have nothing to, to lose. I mean, yeah. you, you probably heard exactly. that story that from the Black Lives Matter uh, protests, they found and arrested a woman off of the shirt she had bought off Etsy. So they identified a shirt Shit. and found her through that, but they couldn't somehow prevent this months-long planning, these people are safe. That's the, that's the thing. That's why also the stock isn't falling, because they're not a threat to the system at all. So everything's working as intended. Everything's fine, basically. What are they going to do? So, so now <laughs> what happens? They cannot try to change anything, so let it in. Yeah, it's just more of the same. If there ever was a white struggle, what happens to a white struggle uh, when... <laughs> I, for instance, don't take this uh, as anything except orchestrated and just a joke. Um, but for people who really are, who are, want to protest for whatever reason, do you think there's such a thing? Do you think there would be such a... What do you mean by white struggle? I mean, if the maybe not white tr struggle, but a protestation of some sort, are people ever biggest, going to be taken? The biggest white struggle is just uh, not being racist, uh, trying <laughs> to be nice to other people, and you know, not being sexist and racist. I think that's the biggest white struggle <laughs> currently <laughs> going around. Yeah. So we can't thing. even take you seriously on that. I mean, the thing about this is obviously it's not, um, it's a, it's about whiteness, not yeah. about the color. Yeah. Because obviously white people who protested with BLM also got their eyes shut out and everything. So okay. like if this would, if this would have been left white people uh -huh. it who been... threaten power, yeah. threaten whiteness, um, then they're also not considered 
So it's not so much the so, color as the threat to the to the whiteness. So yeah, in, in terms of protests themselves being taken seriously, so no one takes the Republican goons like those ones serious, but well, they don't the left. The the left threatens the system, and so they get, you know... Tasered and whatever the case may be. Yeah, yeah. They can find anyone from any little blurry picture, but somehow they let walk... It's it's wild that they let them walk out the door and help them down the stairs and send them home. Like, the f it's not... They're not even pretending. I think I have many terrors of... Like, the guy in a Viking helmet... Nah, to Just, a neon outside, dude. Yeah. I don't know the what... The Q shaman. It's just... Well, he, he has, like, a neo-Nazi uh, tattoos, so pretty much. I think they they identified him as a neo-Nazi and some other stuff. Like, there were a couple of neo-Nazis there. So well, He's one of those QAnon uh, celebrities. Huh. Oh. Wow. Yeah, I think that's all we can say about it, right? <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, nothing's changed. It's the same thing over and over again. And yeah, what new things can you say? What was even yeah. that? Even That wasn't a protest. What the hell was that? That was a, what is it called? An insurgency? Hmm. Okay. It, was a, it was a coup attempt. Well, yeah, apparently yeah. you do need a lot of things to make it a coup. Yeah. You need a whole lot of things. You need the police to pick you up. You need... Hmm? Oh, yes. Well, well, they didn't show up. You need the military that didn't show up. You can't As in have to a arrest someone. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the police was there, just not in uniform. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what you would need a coup to do. You need to go to an office, which is the capital in this instance, and then taking over from whom? With the you guy who's all? got 13 days left. You need the military. That's kind yeah. of all you need. Yeah. Because you just need the power to say, okay, actually, the country doesn't going. work this way anymore. Yeah. It works now how I say it works. And that's. Well, that's. that's it. He didn't do that. No, they're, they're too dumb. They almost. And that's also. No, I, don't think, I don't think he could. I think if he could have gotten the military, he would have. But the military isn't, isn't big into Trump. I mean, there are a lot of military dudes who are fans, like, like the, the woman who got shot, who's like, I don't know, 16 years veteran. And. <laughs> As far as my uh, probably flawed research has gathered, everyone who's like 16 years into the military uh, is an idiot. It's just, that's, that's like uh, the bottom tier people who don't have anywhere else to go. They, they stay in the military. And, and she, she was like rejected, I think, after 16 years. And like they try to get a 20 years for some benefits, but uh, usually. Yeah, so, and the people that actively in the military, I think they were, like, a big, uh, like, they really supported, not what not Biden was, the, the, the other cool guy, the real left Democrat in the U.S. Um, see? No. Uh, Bernie Sanders, yeah. Okay. Okay, so, my, my thought is, then, 
in essence, you need a money. a high commander money. You need the businesses. You need everybody to stand with you when you eventually say at the office, you're not moving, you're not doing anything. He didn't get that. He didn't get the high commander commanding and saying, guys, this is the new thing. This is what we're doing. We're going to charge. We're going to go to the office. And Biden isn't being sworn in. Stuff everyone. And this is this. That didn't happen. That's like a fail. That's a big fail. Yeah, it just wasted people's time. And clearly with money, for instance, I mean, one could even conspiracy on about Moderna and vaccines being the thing for the market because those those stupid people who went up there without masks are going to get sick one, soon enough <laughs> and it's going to be a, a head immunity thing, you know, like whatever. It's just yeah, that's, that's, that's also ridiculous because like Moderna and all the pharmacies that have the vaccine, they, they really don't have to do anything to sell yeah. them. They, yeah. they can hardly get after like uh, all the demand right now so. <laughs> I, yeah. I think there are, there are multiple ways to to have a coup i haven't really read up on it but uh, you can have like a peaceful coup you, you don't have to have the military but if the military is like on the side of the current leader and they they get deployed of course then uh, this is gonna be uh, hard to do um yeah, let's see what Eddie has to say. So um, you might have seen the guys that went in with handcuffs. Yeah, the, the zip ties, right? Mm -hmm. And other equipment, some of which have been identified as former army members. Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of former army members in there, for sure. Uh, so it's probably just been a mob of people, just of which didn't know what's going to happen, just making some noise. Others had plans and equipment and could have gone for hostage situations. And all in all, it's at least been a demonstration of force. I've, yeah, I think so too. I mean, a, a failed <laughs> demonstration of force, but because they didn't really do anything. They just like showed their true colors and then went home and their faces. Yeah, I mean, I think that it failed because they are just too incompetent for anything. So they're not useful <laughs> to the people who, you know, I mean, clearly the police is on their side. I mean, the National Guard also rolled out to, you know, intimidate uh, Black Lives Matters protesters and stuff like that. So it's clearly not opposed or anything. Um, but, and I think what, if they had been more competent, it would have worked. But the thing is, Biden is also... He's not left. He's not gonna pull out of wars. He's not. He's not gonna cut uh, military funding or anything. He's not gonna defund the police. Even he's gonna do nothing. He's he's the Republican president they want. So they got all their policies in place. Now they just get a regular Republican president. And so why would they let a petulant mm. child? Why would they back him? And, you know. So yeah, and all his friends in kindergarten. Second. <laughs> But at the same time, like the system doesn't want uh, Biden to be overthrown. They like Biden. Yeah. He's, he's exactly, he's a Republican's wet dream, I would say. Yeah. He's not <laughs> screwing up all the, the international treaties, mm. <laughs> making the US even more hated than it already is. So 
I, I think, I mean, I and the question know. is, is it a serious attempt or is it not a serious attempt? I think it doesn't really matter because if you attempt something like that, that's really all you need to know about these people. And I always have to think about, like, when, when I look at, I have also like, so many videos about, like, delusional Trump supporters. And it's a little bit, um, I've seen, like, compared to circus, like that, that uh, Trump is more or less intentionally be doing a circus for these people. But then there's also like a scam email, like, you know, the scam emails. And there was this, this great study from, I don't know, who, um, who was asking himself, everybody knows that there are scammers, uh, like the, the typical Nigerian prince who wants some money. And there are still people who do this very same scam. And isn't it, why would they do it if everybody knows that this is a scam? And the answer is because they don't want to deal with the intelligent people that can look through all that shit. They want to be, they want to filter out the stupid people. I think that's what Trump did. And, and I think that's the people who went in there. That's why, although it looks like it wasn't a serious attempt, it's just, they are all incompetent idiots couldn't see through the the shit trump told them and that's why it failed so um obviously hmm. but it doesn't make it better or like um i don't know less serious in my eyes any attempt is serious because it, in the end it doesn't matter like if it had worked then we would gain nothing by saying oh it wasn't so serious but like, <laughs> it still worked <laughs> for sure Anyway, is that enough depression for today? Well, I, I don't have any more depressing points there, so. <laughs> right. Well, then let's take a sharp <laughs> turn in tone. Because today is the, the, start, the start of the gender jam by the... What is it called? The Office of Civic it's Education? The, the BPB. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yes, we've participated in a couple before. We were in the one on radicalization and global warming. What was the first one that I did? Populism. Hmm. Mm. Relevant. Right. Um, so that's always fun, obviously digital this time. So uh, it's almost like it was only my only two game jams I participated in were BPB game jams, I think. Well, you've participated in ours. <laughs> in ours, right? Didn't count that one. <laughs> so three. Wow. Yeah. So so I skipped this one because it's, I have already so many game jams <laughs> on my resume. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's hmm? ah, yes. Minato says yes. Glad to see you in this one. I'm not this time. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, I always participate out of principle. Uh, I feel like this time is like the most, or like the one where I have the least thoughts on the subject. Like. Um, you know, if you ask me about populism or radicalization, you know, I can 
chocolate ear off endlessly, but when it comes to gender, I don't really have that much to say, I feel like. Like, no interesting insights into anything. Didn't expect it. Yeah, I know, it's surprising, huh? For once, have nothing to say. <laughs> I am gender, after all. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been interesting so far. So we did the usual, the, the bar camp stuff. Is it called that, right? The thing where you like come up with topics to talk about and then separate into groups to chat about them. And there were some interesting things. Um, wait, wait, wait. What? So this time this was online. How, how, how was it uh, managed? So this morning we all met up in Zoom because uh, Discord has a limitation on how many video uh, feeds can go into one channel. Hmm. Um, but the rest of it is all on Discord, so we were all hanging out in one voice channel uh, while having things explained or like pitching topics. And then, you know, there were several, like just, uh, so they created basically for every topic that was then discussed, they created a voice channel to, uh, to yeah, for the groups to come together, talk about them, and then we would like reconvene. So it's basically the same thing, just with Discord channels, instead of being in a um, and yeah, so far, far it was interesting. Uh, the two um, topics that I uh, participated in were kind of an exploration of your own identity, um, which was less of a discussion and more sort of a, I guess, guided musings. <laughs> And um, the second one was uh, talking about what a queer utopia would look like hmm. in a game. Um, uh -huh. and this this always sounds so interesting for me. Like, like not only because like a queer utopia I think would be great. It's also um, even more so maybe <laughs> because this would be the hell for some people. <laughs> <laughs> I love this idea. <laughs> um, well, maybe we were talking about that, you know, what would that look like? And, um, you know, there was someone who said, okay, maybe it shouldn't, you can't do too much at once. You need to introduce, you know, the normies, I guess, to, um, to the slowly, like, you know, if you try to go full gender swap, then all the Ghostbuster fans start crying and so, um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and then, you know, talking about, is that really necessary? Do you have to handhold people into accepting your existence and things like that? And, um, I, and yeah, and I feel like that's an interesting topic and also kind of, you know, really like fresh on our minds, I suppose, because Shit's Creek is kind of, um, that. To some degree, it's kind of a world where homophobia doesn't exist, really. I mean, I think it's like hinted at once uh, when when uh, David part David's partner Patrick, when his parents come for his birthday, and there's a brief moment where uh, where they didn't know that he was now dating a man, and he was briefly worried if they are upset 
because of that, but then it turns out no, they're just upset because the son, their son didn't feel comfortable telling them that they do something wrong, that he thinks that they wouldn't accept him. You know, it's like that's the only like such a wholesome show. <laughs> absolutely, it's so good. That's like the only reference to homophobia existing, but beyond that, it's just like regular life. And, and yeah, I find that idea really interesting to um, because a lot of media, at least mainstream media, is so focused when it does representation it's so focused on the trauma of it like it's always you know it has to be about racism it has to be about homophobia and people struggling and overcoming yeah to point it is understandable because it's like the lived experience right now but i understand it's not all i mean it's like this uh, media puts a mirror uh, of the society, blah blah stuff. But of course, we have we have uh, like um, science fiction, for example, right? We don't have, already always have to focus like on what it is now. It's also cool to see what it could be, right? But the thing is, it's even even just talking about the now. That's not that's not all that experience is. Like, I mean, I'm sure your life is not just racism, right? Yeah, no, I, you live now. You live whatever life that you have now. Then things continue around you being chaotic or whatever. So Yeah, so it's not always the trauma. We just yeah. like the trauma. That seems to be what is acceptable to just look at minorities being brutalized and all that stuff. And that's weird in its own way. And so it's really refreshing to have like these couple, really handful of shows that like just focus on the joy and just the normalcy of it. Like how a life can just, I mean, Queer Eye also, I don't know if you ever watched that. It's like a makeover show, but a really wholesome one. I recommend yeah. it. It's so fun. I know. It's on my list because, because you've recommended it so many times for me. <laughs> it's really so good. And some of the shows have been close to tears. Um, almost every episode I mean. yeah like like deep into it I mean they're, they're so they, they vary but they all like everybody including the people that they help out I don't know how they choose them it's just everything just seems to work and everybody like ends up being more happy and yeah I don't, it's uh, and I like how yeah I'm gonna like hop on your train yeah, sure. a bit um, which um, Creek, for instance, hmm. how it, I was starting to complain a bit about how dare this um, rich family comes into a small town. Everybody kind of de deserves love and they're the ones that shine in there, you know. Um, but everybody obviously gets growth of some sort. But I like how it kind of branched out where up to even the sister changing and being a better person. But it it wasn't normally you you get like people's love stories being told from a hetero side and they win. Then the gay person that's there ends up being happy but maybe single. You know, they never get through the the marriage, the the completion of things like a normal couple should. 
but this one just kind of branched out and everybody else kind of was in their normalcy somehow and they got married and they that like i've never seen anything like that like a a, a movie a series or a movie that kind of takes a leap into happy ever after uh, and just an irregular yeah life, irregular if you want yeah well, mm. apart from Moira, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's extra. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it, nothing like that. Um, nothing where you struggle. I mean, even Will and Grace, none of this. Yes, Will and Grace set a trend of being first show to have a living gay in your house, but really, they weren't kissing. It was just the normal, yeah. normal life of hiding it. I I like uh, an old show uh, for the oldies, retired mm. citizen called Frankie and Grace. Yeah. Um, it's again, also a Netflix thing. Uh. Yeah, and again, two two couples. They've known each other for years. The men leave each leave their women for each other. They've been having a secret affair for years on end. Now they can live out and everything is fine. But at the end of the day, there's still those hiccups about the kissing scenes, the making it normal. The, like, yeah, this wasn't a struggle. This hmm. just... Do you mean Shits Creek? Yeah, Shits Creek was just... Yeah. It just felt comfortable. Hmm. Yeah. It was just normal. I do think that's really important because there is something messed up about only focusing on the trauma and kind of telling minorities you are defined by your trauma rather than also like just witnessing the joy or really just the mundanity of everyday mm, life. Mm, mm. Like, I, you mm. see that so seldomly. On top of that, uh, to take it... And not live in New York to take it into a small town. I mean, I understand. Like this is obviously a nice piece of drama you can put in to have your conflict evolve around. Uh, but yeah, it's. I mean, it's overused, of course, and it kind of projects also like this idea that you know, uh, being different means conflict means it's a problem. Yeah, yeah. and that's. That's kind of what I feel, like that an utopia is kind of the best way to normalize something. Because if you watch it's Greek, I feel like you see that things, that this is not scary. You know, people are afraid of what, what is it going to do if men are allowed to get married and stuff. You know, you can watch that show and just be like, oh, that's it. It's not, you know, the end of the world as we know it and everything goes to ruin. It's just normal. These are just normal people. Normally treated. I think they said that on the special even, that uh, some queer people reached out to them to say that it helped their parents accept them because they could see um, his parents treat him normally and that everything was just normal and fine so it's not not that terrifying. Yeah. And, yeah. Jeez, I wonder what a gender utopia, utopia could be like, seriously. I mean, you know, when they talk about like a queer utopia and everything, I'm always thinking of like a full utopia, not just for queer, queer people, but like intersectional across yeah. the board. Otherwise, you just have a different kind of dystopia. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> um, 
I don't know whether this is, uh, might turn into white, white supremacist queer utopia. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my God! No, don't do that because that just yeah, that, <laughs> there isn't such a thing. But <laughs> I mean, the white gays are working on that too. Uh. Yeah, there, there are white, uh, there are gay Nazis. Hmm? For some sure. reason. I mean, there's even black yeah. Nazis. It's like, it's the concept yeah. of whiteness that is the problem. Like yeah, not the it, color, the power. Or, or it's, it's, yeah, it's the Nigerian prince idea. Like, it's just the stupid people who fall for that shit. Doesn't matter if they are black or gay. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's like, um Illuminatus says it also probably makes it enjoyable for queer people themselves mm. because watching your trauma reproduced on TV all the time isn't funny. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like, I mean, you know that I say no to watching almost anything because everything is too dramatic and I just want happy stuff. Mm. Like, I couldn't imagine, like, if the few happy things that exist, when if none of them were relatable to me because then don't include me, don't have my experience and stuff, that's mm. that's really... That is tragic. It is important to show like the trauma for like whiteies like me, uh, like <laughs> vanilla whiteies, <laughs> to understand like the the problem. But yeah, I think I, I got it now. We can we can go over to it Utopia. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no one saying there shouldn't be like dramas and everything, but you know, make some fun stuff too, where it doesn't always have to be the focus of the story. Yeah, but everything revolves around. Or even just like if you have a gay character, it doesn't have to be his arc. Even if it doesn't like the whole show revolve around, it doesn't have to be like his trait is that he yeah, has exactly. to fight with his gender and sexuality. I mean, that's the thing, right? Shit's Creek is about David learning to be open and vulnerable and accepting love and not just being, you know. Always scary cat, yeah. So. Giving people reads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to just go as a complete person finding what he wants and needs, which is not just overcoming trauma, but just finding love and self-acceptance. That's also nice. Why are we talking about this? Because, yes, I, I am so traumatized, but I understand it took a while for me to understand why we're on season six and there isn't more. <laughs> how dare they? Exactly, how dare they? But it, it, it's it's fine. I It makes me, if anything, it's going to be one of those that... Yes, I heard you. I would hear you guys talk about it, but I wouldn't understand. Mm. And then watching it, until six, the whole package. This is gonna be like a cult series. I hope they don't make some. What did I say again? Spin-offs and fifteen years down the line they meet again. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. Just leave it at this and have more people discover it over and over and over again. It would be like yeah. It's really a perfect run. Like, I couldn't imagine what I would want to see now. I just, of course, I want to spend more time in that world, but mm -hmm. I feel like another season and it would have gone like, <laughs> okay, I'm, you know, me feeling now, yeah. okay, yeah, no, I'm done. This, this is getting boring now and, like, you don't need for to sure. do that. I think it also proves but, those uh, things. 
Yeah, Schitt's Creek is so good, it completely overtook our conversation. <laughs> yeah. It is really, it's wonderful. But, but of course, it's still very, very white. So um, we need more that's like across the board intersectional, an intersectional utopia. There's, um, there's something called uh, Burning Man. Mm -hmm. mm. The festival? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Love to be there sometime. Of course. You see, there's of a course. there's a utopia that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> that I would want to go there, but that's not the point. Stop it. Leave this. Uh, what? No, no. Jan is just exactly what I imagine when I think of Burning Man. It's like just a collection of Jans. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. In all colors and shapes. <laughs> But uh, I How think we, we have hmm? like the the fire the fire players, fire spieler, like I don't know what to say. They they have some festivals uh, around Leipzig, and they are, I think, close enough for me. Like Burning Man, and uh, if you if you're there, I'm gonna take you to one of those. It's really great, and it's also like very open, <laughs> like. Yeah. Well, you also have long hair and a beard, right? <laughs> no. Wait, Jan. <laughs> Time out. Huh? I had a point, and uh, maybe it's leading to a question, mm -hmm. um, that um, in Cape Town, well, the Western mm -hmm. Cape, there's uh, the Karoo Desert leading to Namibia, mm. um, where they hold, now I forgot what it's called, but it was the first one that showed up in Cape Town, in the Karoo, let me not say Cape Town, in the Karoo is called, was called Burning Man, and then they took it over. Oh. I gave it a different name. So the organizers of Burning Man, the big festival, set it off the first one. And then I wanted to go to the first one when I first heard about it. Um, then the second one, uh, I think now they're on five or six, not sure, in South Africa with a different name. And I think it might be called Africa Burn. Mm. Um, I'm listening yeah no where things were taken there was that spirit of everybody should live and share and the utopic resonance was there on the first one now when I read about it on maybe the fourth or the third one was where it just turned out to being ungovernable the Capetonian snobs showed up um, coming for, instead of a weekend that you experience the entire weekend, they would come for one day, the last day, where obviously the burning structure happens and stuff, that they would sabotage and leave like the desert dirty and just the privileges of 
of corruption that happens in this beautiful and people being judgy because people could go naked if they wanted to they could shit wherever they want to shit whatever you know just mm -hmm. no one judging you but the crowd from cape town would just rock up there and just mess up um the stuff mm. very gentrified more like i mean even gentrification has a cleanup of some sort this is just this is just but only for the entitled yeah and it's the rich ones it's the rich ones that rocked up and messed it up so that was my downside of mm. the the need to make a a utopia yeah a utopian setting and then it leads to some dystopia of some sort because of some sort of corruption or gender corruption yeah. in this case and uh, i don't yeah, know what that means are... gender corruption per se but yeah. something that would mess up a how do you prevent such a thing if there was such a or you just make it a game just like nice and concentrate on this and it's all kumbaya with yans in there. <laughs> well, isn't, it, isn't it kind of the status quo coming there and like taking it all down like to their level they're like well you think you're gonna you're better than us here uh your your all your ideas they're just like fantasy and we'll show you by just going in there and destroying what you've built I mean, this is exactly what whiteness, the concept, refers to, isn't it? Hmm. The privilege and the better than and all of that. Hmm. Yeah, no, I don't know. I'm just trying to think about this game jam and what... We were sitting here scratching our heads, wondering... Yeah, yeah. maybe I should ask you, what is gender? What is gender? What? <laughs> this what not is a, this is not a quiz. It's kind of a quiz. It is a quiz. We can actually make it a quiz. Because there's like... Um... Why have you some questions prepared? <laughs> no. <laughs> I recently have saved a, a list with questions, maybe. <laughs> You're the list guy. You should feel this going on. <laughs> I can send you a list of questions if you want to have a list. And there was recently um, a Twitter thread that I saved uh, from Heather Flowers, um, who did Meat Punks, if that sounds familiar. It's kind of like meat a... Punks. Meat, meat Punks. Yeah, it's like an indie... Uh, like meat, like the from a cow meat. Yeah. Okay. I haven't played it myself. Uh, I just uh, I I followed her after a talk at GDC, and Meat Punks looks interesting. Um, it's sort of like a two D action visual novel type thing. Um, ah, I've seen that picture. Mm. Ugh. Ugh. No, okay, we can save some <laughs> negativity for the end. Um, <laughs> and now I just found it because uh, she was saying on, wait, is that the right pronouns? 
Yes. They okay. They were saying, um, or like making a threat uh, about um, you know just thinking about gender, not uh, especially to like change your mind about yours, but just understand it better. And I found that interesting because I kind of can answer no questions of these. And so maybe I'll just, okay, seven questions. I'm just going to read them quickly and then can, we can think about how little we think about our gender. Um, okay, so they're saying some questions to ponder. What do I enjoy about being my gender? Why do I identify with my gender? What gender expectations do I put on myself? Do I enjoy those expectations? Why or why not? What gendered expectations do I put on others and why? How do societal pressures affect my gender presentation? In what ways could I better feed my gender? What small things could I do in order to make it happy? How do I visualize gender as a concept? What does my gender in specific look like? Hmm. And like, I don't know. I don't know um, what it means to be my gender. No um, idea. No clue. Um, I mean, that's something I've been thinking about for a long time, actually, but I arrive at nothing, really. Like, I do Same. identify, like, I would say I'm fairly cisgendered. I do identify as a man. But I also know that that's not the full picture. Like, I would say that I'm on the spectrum. I would say I'm 90% male. 90%. The same way, yeah. the same way I would say I'm 90% straight. Now, I don't feel that that's enough to really claim any label. So I don't know what to do with that. I just know I have my own understanding of what I seem think of myself. I think of myself as a man, but under my understanding of it, like I'm me type of a thing. But if you would ask me, do I identify 100% with the societal mm -hmm. concept of a man? I would say no. Not 100%. 90%. Okay. So... Oh, yeah. There's actually something I have read uh, recently that fits neatly. I just remembered, and it was um, on Reddit on Ask a Historian, which is I think one of the the only subreddits you can read without having to research if it's bullshit or not what they write there, because they they have really strict moderation. They delete everything that's not really um, sourced. And the question was. Um, about um, queer erasure in history. Mm -hmm. And the, the argument was um, if like historians think about people in like back in the day that for example um, were written about as a male but also slept with males, other males is it okay to call them gay because these concepts of gay and, and, and hetero or cisgendered, they didn't exist back then. Mm. They didn't have these labels. And I, growing up myself with, these, with the male-female label just plastered everywhere, that's how I understood gender for, for a long time. It's just that's male and female and then there are like um like twitter i don't know how, how you call uh, it intersex. In, uh, 
intersex, yeah. So there's like some freak of nature who have a penis and a vagina who will never be able to uh, be either or they are just like a third So that's what you were taught, is what you were saying? Just to clarify. Yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah, yeah sorry, okay. sorry. I don't want to be too offending. Yeah, that's what I have been taught. And I always thought like it's weird, like people with two penises. That, that, that's, that was my understanding. And then, um, then I came to understand that there, that's not, it's, it's never been as easy as, as these, I guess, media and my parents and uh, my, the educational system told me it is. And um, I have more or less just thrown the whole thing out, just all the labels. I don't need them. It's not, they never gave me anything. Mm. You know, I just, I still can, like, like if we are talking about masculinity, for example, it's not like I have like a, a set, a number of attributes that are masculine. It's just, I look at, at people uh, in media, for example, that, that there's the like a little bit ridiculous and say like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I look at this person and I can identify and I think like, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I want to be. I want to be buff and strong and I want to have the, the ladies fawn over me and I, and that's it. I don't, is this, is this male? I don't care if I, I don't think if I also would find like, um, other, like I, I find like, Arnold Schwarzenegger's body erotic, for example, or appealing sexually. I don't think like I would be any different or I, uh, there would be, I, I'd need like a different label to express this. I think um, at some point, uh, like with, with all the labeling stuff, I mean, we, we went the wrong way. We just started labeling stuff that <laughs> didn't need a label, that, that didn't like really fit inside the boundaries we defined as this label. I think we just have to get rid of this stuff because it doesn't benefit anything. I don't, is there any benefit of having like genders? Like this, this concept of a gender? Well, personally, I'm not, I'm not so against labels in, as a concept. Like I like labels. I like that I can explain myself through labels. I like that I can put a name to my mental illness and stuff like that because it like helps just communicate things and it's actually been a really like really powerful experience for me to through therapy learn that there's a name for what I have because it made me feel less alone and because I always felt like there's something wrong with me and I'm the only person who feels that way which made more, all the more lonely what I was going through but then to learn oh this is actually something that someone named because that's a thing that people have and the way they feel like and like not even just that but i mean I, it, I find it useful to label myself a writer or a game developer or something you know it helps communicate who you are <laughs> the problem is when it becomes like a necessity to define yourself through some options and then they don't give you the options that you need it's like yeah. you either are bipolar or you have adhd what else with people who have autism or something you know it's like yeah, obviously that's not the experience I ever had as a cisgendered man. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we were also talking about it earlier. Like, how weird is it that we how deeply gendered our language is? 
-hmm. for like why the german german language in it, uh, like especially yeah i mean it's it's silliness why do i need to have a different word for someone who's like imagine as if we had different words for your hair color a blonde person you have to modify the word in this way and if you talk to a brunette mm. person you have to modify it like why why is this baked into the language is it that important i think it's it's like the the our need for patterns and to understand the world right it's like the, the chinese uh with their um elements for example mm. or yin and yang they have like yin that's the sun yang that's the moon and they they have like built a philosophy around this this uh, tao like there's like two sides of a coin, but they are also the same. And on this uh, level, I can understand. I think that, it, yeah, it has um, it has a benefit, but then, yeah, that's something that should be like fluid. Like, man, that's a really male thing to do right now. Like, <laughs> or it's, that's really a female idea that you have there. Okay, I can get that, but then, like fitting everyone in the category and you have to stay there and you have to, and yeah, that seems very restrictive. I mean, like if, if I like, for example, when I was a child and you'd ask me like, how can you describe yourself like perfectly? Like, what, what, what are you like, or what you are trying to be? And I wouldn't have told you like, I want to be a male. I want to be very male. I would have said like, It's Donatello from the Teenage Mutant Turtles. I think that's that's what describes me the best. It's Donatello from the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. Okay, turtle. <laughs> <laughs> um, my mine is mine is very convoluted. Uh, I have a thing about naming um, the power that. Yes, it gives you power as an individual, but in a system where I have to identify myself. Now, with you, for instance, here in Europe, I don't think... Are, are your forms like... Are you African? Are you... Are you white? Are you Indian? Are you... We have those. We have color definition. We have... Uh, gender definition we have everything in age you name it well age is everyone but I think I've been against that I've been against being put in a box of any kind um, no but you're fighting you're fighting on your own and I understand that you we no, need but your boxes were used to hurt you Yes. So obviously you don't like it. I mean, my boxes were used to help me. So that's obviously yeah, no, that's why I'm like, I'm having issues with, in my art, for instance, where I then have to, certain topics are for certain people. You can't exactly talk about, you have to talk about feminism. That's how they would, you know, it's the in thing because I'm darker, I'm this, I'm, I'm going to have to, I'm a female, I'm going to have to talk about this. I can't exactly just go and supposedly scientific about my art. Um, 
because then the gallerist has a problem with or the curator has a problem with placing me per se you know like mm. it depends on what the curator wants and how they want it and if they see you looking a certain way then you must definitely be you know prone to being in that box um in music djing um uh, being called the best female dj doesn't appeal to me it, it doesn't i want to be in the same spectrum as everybody else if i get it's, it's it's never the best male dj is it huh no it's the best dj there's no best male or female there's some, a a friend uh, architect is an architect his ex-wife um won the best architectural well architect of the year some years back she got a a makeup set and a spa <laughs> like a spa treatment uh, when the guys get something big i can't even remember what it was of course it's not like name a building after me type of a thing but it it certainly it should be makeup, fair for everyone makeup said it's so offensive yeah <laughs> what i try to say here <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're a woman we don't know what to do for you so here's a spa treatment and a makeup yeah, set type of a thing make yourself pretty um it, it just Yeah, I don't like I don't like being in a box situation. I don't even know how to describe if I had to describe myself. I don't even know what gender is. I'm asking you because I really am trying to figure out whether is that a physical thing? Is that a state thing? It's a social construct. Yeah, but when but, you say that you know that you're a male is because you have genitalia, male genitalia. Um, no, no, no. That's I mean Of course, for me, it worked out that way, but uh, sex and gender is different. Okay, so... So sex, uh, biologically, yes, I am male, uh, but that I'm a man, that's a social construct that is obviously linked um, in some way, or like at least societally made to be linked. Hmm. Um, but it's more, I mean, what defines a man? It's meant to be like in charge and strong and logical and without emotion. And, yes, yes. And I mean, that's a social construct to say a man should be this. Like a genre. I mean, that's literally yeah, what genre means. Exactly. Right? That, that's what I was trying to say the whole time. <laughs> it was waiting and now you take it away from me. <laughs> you, you can say it too. What, what, what's, what's gender yet? <laughs> well, as a person, who has uh, spent a lot of time with organizing my music, couldn't gender be like music genre? Because, wow. for example, uh, Die Meute, which has instruments, uh, orchestral instruments, they, they play what is essentially electronic music. Yeah. So where in my organization should I put them? And, I, and with music, I, I fail, and I like I, I've started now to to categorize. Like I mean, Die Meute is in my electronic music folder. I know they have instruments, but they don't sound like it. And it's it's more like how they sound. That's the important part for me. Not like what instruments they have. It's how they use them. What kind of music they make. And then there are bands. Well, this album is obviously 
uh, psychedelic rock, but this album, that's progressive rock. <laughs> so I have to go through all the music and I have to go track by track and like some tracks, they are more or less both. So they can be in both categories. Yeah. It's so, really exhausting and confusing. It's just like oh, sure. my, my need to categorize it and to put it like in uh, genres. Um, so I can, you know, if I ha if I have if I feel like I want to have some um, chilled hip hop, that I can just start that playlist. Mm. Yeah, no. Before you read it, yeah. I, my my my, it's not a concern. It's what I've observed about me that I I've failed up to a point where I might even offend certain people. That the way I refuse. In South Africa, you're supposed to know your ID number by, by heart. I don't know what that does for you. Uh, I don't. I I know my Discord handle. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> I, I, I don't know people's phone numbers because I have a cell phone now for that. Uh, by heart, I, I don't know these descriptions mm. because I've spent my half of my life trying to not learn them, trying to get rid of them, trying to... And that, that becomes another challenge where, <sighs> again, you're back into a system where it wants you to, to name things and give them description and give them... So I'm having an issue. Mm. I'm, 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 so, I'm solely asking you about this gender stuff. I, I'm having to then identify or sit somewhere and identify who I, I might be for everybody else. And one of the questions that says to you, what is it that you love and what do you like about your gender? What do you like about your gender? I, I like me. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, so whether it's a state or not, I mean, I could say I'm a, I identify as a, black female, whatever that means. Um, and then how I, do I say, exert my gender onto others is is very complex. It's... How you perform your gender, basically. How do I, yeah, how do I perform my agenda? It's very complex. Mm. Yeah, for the genres, it's actually wild that we have like 50... Like 80. mainstream genres, <laughs> and we always come up with new ones because the new ones just isn't there. But for people, we have two. Pick <laughs> <one>. <laughs> and, and introducing new ones that that's is going against tradition. You can't do that. It's much too complicated for people. <laughs> There's only classical and electronic. It's traditional. The I Bible mean, says so. Even Kingsley, with this scale, only had one to five and. Minus one to, what? No, it was one to five only. So, with your sex is this spectrum of homosexual. Three bi, strongly bi, five hetero. And in between, then that's where you can kind of then choose, which he understood that there are people in between those. There's never a, you know, a, 
there are people who strongly feel that they are homosexual and so they will go being a one forever. But then what happens with the ones in between and the threes and, you know, 3.1, yeah, 2.9. I mean, when we go back to the music, the only thing I can think of is like categorizing your pornography. I mean, everything else is like, what does gender have to do with anything? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let me quickly read what Illuminatus wrote. Um, not everyone uh, would agree to sex being biological. It's a construct too. You can have certain genitals, but calling them male genitals, for example, mm. is not a necessary attribution. Yes, um, absolutely. Uh, I think even genetically, it's isn't there like nine combinations of how chromosomes can actually be combined? I think there's like, sure, we have the XY and XX, but there's like XXY and oh, XYY or something like that. There's a bunch, yeah. There's a number of... <laughs> a whole bunch of things, so we're not even biologically like approximating something with those things. So, yeah, good point. Um, I guess I was just trying to separate the sex and gender yeah. thing, but yeah, right. And also I need to learn way much about all that stuff. Hmm. Mm. I guess we learn these things not to maybe offend the ones that like having those names. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, sure. I'm, and that's the thing, right? I'm I'm also like always a little bit uh, hesitant when you know we talk about we should just get rid of labels. Because I think people should allow to label themselves. Mm. But that's the thing. Labels should always sure. be freeing, not restrictive. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> You've got a lot of work. Apparently, I have been semi roped into helping. Um, but yeah, he'll make. All We're the... gonna make a game together. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you two. <too. laughs> Don't know what yet or how, but I'm sure we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two spirited. What's happening? I don't know. What? With what? what are, what's happening? With life. With and life? Yeah. I don't know. Why don't you want to tell us about the game that you're playing? Oh, okay. So we're done with this? I don't know. Are you done, Jan? I guess the journey's never over. Oh my Is god, it? you look so pensive with the <laughs> <laughs> With the crown. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. Unfortunately, I don't have much more to contribute there. Yeah. For me, I can just say like gender doesn't really play a big role in my life, but it's probably privilege, right? Mm. Nice. Um, but I don't mind people giving themselves the label they want. I, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with trying to use it. I mean, it's, I always think like some people have like remembering the name of someone. I mean, that's just like common courtesy and then mm. You know, gender pronouns, it's just common courtesy now. So why why not? I mean, if I remember, I, I, I do forget the names of people. And it's always very uh, painful for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, they usually they forgive me for that. And I try my best next time. Um, that's been my experience with pro pronouns and genders as well. So... 
Yeah, there's really no reason not to. I mean, people call me Crabman. It's not like <laughs> yeah. I was born with that. <laughs> Just decided that's my name now. Ew. <laughs> I refuse. Show me Ew. your birth certificate where it says that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. It's, it's the wrong side. I should have put it this side. Because mm. then... <laughs> Ow. This one hurt my tiny ears this time. Why does it hurt so much? Because you like... Yeah, so, but if I come past here, that doesn't hurt, does it? No, I mean, this doesn't hurt because I'm wearing tiny little thing. This is like a chain. It's like yanking some, you know, the bolly, ball chain, and you're yanking, you know. You mean a cock ring? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> ball chain. The ball and chain? Yeah. That's, it's you. <laughs> So what about that game you were playing? <laughs> yeah, that game I was playing. Um, I went to say, saying, do we need a counter for how often I'm hitting the earring? Yeah, I guess so. will stop it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not used to it, I guess. Um, so I was playing Cloudpunk. Hmm? Hmm. So Cloudpunk. That's a game that exists and that I was very excited about because it's kind of like Blade Runner-y but in like a 3D pixel, what's that called, voxel look. Um, pretty, right? Very pretty. It is very pretty. And it fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's <laughs> Okay, so it doesn't suck that much, but I hate it. But I play it, so and I'm gonna finish it, but I hate it. It is bad. In, in in annoying ways, you know? And I guess because I was looking forward to it so much, I'm getting all the more annoyed at like small things that would be so easy not to do. Like, the game is pissing me off intentionally, it feels like. <laughs> so like, first of all, the controls are like subpar. I'm gonna call it <laughs> because they're clearly not the worst, but they just they make some decisions that are just why. So it controls a little bit awkwardly. The flying and everything, even the walking, is a little bit awkward. Um, but what pisses me off the most about the flying, like if you adjust your altitude, I don't even know how to describe this. It bounces back. So like I, I fly up. And it bounces back down and not just a little amount. It's not just a little animation type thing. It like literally does this. And I'm trying to, so you have like speedways and they have, you know, like, uh, like a, like a frame here and there. It's like streetlights, except they go all the way around. And so mm -hmm. I crash into those and I try to fly above the traffic so I can fly fast. But in, in order to get that high, I have to either crash into it. Or like I fly up and it sets me down into the middle again a bit. And I like, I don't understand. What is this? Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> Why is there so much of a, of a thing? <laughs> it's like, it annoys me. And it's like, that's what I mean. It's small stuff, but it annoys me so much. <laughs> and, but the, okay, okay, let's. <laughs> First of all, it's written terribly. <laughs> so it's like. I, I, did anybody write this? I mean, clearly they have voice acting that's also good sometimes, but 
the writing it's like pure exposition oh. you know characters just explaining their story at you you don't you don't get oh. to meet characters you just have them yeah explain it's like they're explaining all the cool ideas they had which are I've cool i've become so sensitive to this shit <laughs> This is so so in so many animes do this in the first episode and I just can't anymore. And this is the whole game. Ga games as well, yeah. The whole game. And the thing is, partially it doesn't even make sense. Like in the beginning, I was already like a little bit, like from the first two minutes or so, I was already like a bit mm. And then just kept happening that they do this thing where they... They don't let you experience the emotion they want you to feel. They just tell you you should feel this. So it's like, though this is a super dangerous job you're doing, like flying deliveries and ooh, uh, you might be, and they're trying to like dress it up a bit. So this district you're delivering to, I know it's fine, it's fine. You're gonna be fine. But the thing is, you can't die in the game. You're never gonna be robbed. There's nothing that can happen to you. So they keep trying to push this, ooh, it's so dangerous what you're doing. <laughs> but nothing can actually happen to you. And you notice that right away. You know, it's just a fly from here to there. And they're trying to make it exciting how dangerous that is. But there's no consequence to anything you're doing. Which is even worse when it comes to the moral choices you can make. Where it's like, do I deliver this bomb or do I throw it away? And it's the, and this is like, okay, this is the first one where it happens where I was still like, I don't care. I don't know if it's a bad thing that I'm delivering a bomb in this world. I don't know what I'm working for. I'm before being thrown in the middle of it and they're already trying to make it like a meaningful decision that you make there. Not that it affects the game. Like none of this affects the game. Um, <laughs> but the one that recently bothered me the most is you pick up an android who's a sex bot and who has a, an owner. And that's not supposed to exist anymore, that, that humans own androids. And so your character takes issue with that. Like, why would you want an owner? That's not good. And your moral choice that you get to make is, do I deliver him to his owner where he wants to go because he enjoys sex work and he enjoys making people happy? Or do you decide for him that, no, that's not actually a good life and put him somewhere else? <laughs> like, literally, do you violate his consent <laughs> to save him? What's moral? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I hate it so much. Touch a conundrum. It's so annoying. And the worst part about this, honestly, is you can't skip the dialogue sometimes. So like only when you talk to characters can you skip through the lines. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you have to listen to them in full. And they only ramble exposition at you. Right? So, like, and they try to dress it up flavorful. So, they take forever to say something super uninteresting. And while there's dialogue, you can't interact with things. You also don't get the nav points where you need to go until you have sat through two minutes of just pointless exposition rambling. And so, I just sit there and the game just stops dead cold. I can't do anything. I like, I can't. <laughs> I can't interact with the character I need to interact with. And they launched this at the dumbest times. Like, I get out of the vehicle, I run those couple of steps to the person that I need to deliver something to, and then halfway, they start a dialogue that takes forever, is not done. While I'm at the person, I'm standing in front of my target, I can't finish the mission because I first have to listen to them ramble about some shit. It's like, it drives me crazy. The game stops me from doing the only 
sort of fun thing, the flying around, because first I have to sit through this nonsense that I don't care about. And they... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still playing it, though. Yeah. I'm going to finish it. I don't understand. Because, Eight like, play. the fetch type thing and the collecting everything that's lying around, which is also so, like, the worst type of open world type of thing. Um, <laughs> like, just randomly collect 20 cards and literally collect 20 more now. And literally also, and now collect 20 more. And I'm waiting for them when I have found those that I have to collect 20 more. Now I do enjoy that type of thing. I do enjoy going from A to B. So it's like enough that I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm going to play it. And it looks good. And the music is nice. I just hate everything else. So I'm, so I'm like angry while I play, but I want to <laughs> play it. <laughs> and it's rated 9 out of 10. Yeah, it has like overwhelmingly positive on Steam and like... It was kind of... hyped quite a bit, right? Yeah. And that's, that's also that annoys me like just as us because because it looks good, it gets incredible ratings even though it's so garbage. It's garbage. <laughs> Why? It's not fair. <laughs> and I also noticed this. I think it's a, it, it's a really... It looks like a good game, and I feel like it's a good game. And I think that's also why I'm so pissed off, because it should be better. And it could be. Just a couple of tweaks. I'm actually thinking if I should write them to just, please, let me walk backwards a bit faster. I don't know why that is so slow. It's like, you know when you try to reverse the car also? Like, you fly, you fly like this, and backwards is then... <laughs> and I don't... And why? Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I'm sure that there's a technical reason for this. <laughs> like flying cars, they, like backwards, it's just uh, technically impossible to go as fast. I don't know. How long have you been playing this for? A whole week? I haven't checked. Probably, I've probably played it around five hours or so, five, six hours, I would say. And he <sighs> hates it. I hate it. I think every time I get on there is I hate this game. Okay. <laughs> While we're talking about shit, you, you know, you know it's, it's going to be serious when he takes his glasses off. <laughs> Just, I, I need to do this. <laughs> um, so, there's like characters standing around that you can talk to, and uh, sometimes they give you a small mission, but usually it's. Uh, I think it's about half half. Sometimes it's flavor, sometimes it's a little mission. And the thing is, Okay, so here's what's good about the game in addition to it looks good. Um, the lead character is an Arab woman. So that's something that doesn't happen a lot, especially in science fiction. Um, so that's nice. Uh, they also seem to feel... It feels like they want to be progressive uh, in things. Like they ask for, instead of saying sex work is work, is what the robot explains. And then you get to... Then she muses. Because there's no dialogue. Like it's pre-scripted. Uh, all these sequences, and then she muses about, ah, but really, is this is this right? Should we, whatever? And it's like, ugh. You know, if you were just about to make a point and now you're arguing against it, where I know you want to make this like an equal, I don't know what to do, rock in a hot place type thing, but so tone deaf, I guess. And what really annoys me is that I walk up to one of those characters, I interact with them, they say, hey, can you help me? And the character, every single time, reacts 
Why are you talking to me? No, I don't have time. I don't want to do this for you. And I'm like, yes, I do. That's why I clicked on the fucking character. Why do, why do I have to go through this boring ass shit every single time? They're wasting my time for like four or five dialogues, for four or five lines about, no, I don't want to help you. I'm busy. I don't have time. And I'm like, that's why I clicked. Because I want to do this. Okay, wait. You cannot crack your head. <laughs> I just don't understand. Make it make sense. Who thought yeah, this is a good idea? A cool, aloof person who doesn't really want to help or doesn't want to appear like he's the helpful person, but then uh, <laughs> help, yeah, like the, the anti-hero trope, the Blake Runner style. And actually, that even doesn't make sense in their own characterization. Like, she clearly isn't that type of person, but somehow they try to push that all the time. And that's also <laughs> such a pet peeve of mine, the the annoyed, no, I don't want to kind of character, like everything's just, ugh. like you literally, there's this big mystery about this AI that used to run the city, but it doesn't exist anymore. No one knows really what it is. They know the name, but they use it like a, you know, ah, Cora knows where the time went or something like this. You know, like Cora is like a, like okay. I guess, guess God, like, ah, oh, God knows what happened and oh thank god and stuff like this so they use Cora like this and then you literally go into like the deepest heart of the city in the beginning talk to an eye that says i am Cora because we have been looking for what is Cora and you're then like nah you're not i don't believe you stop bothering me and i'm like are you kidding me? are you really now expecting me to believe that i have not just met the thing that i was searching for apparently this entire time because i'm needlessly obsessed with it and at the end of the game, there's going to be a big revelation. Oh my God, it was it all along. <laughs> it's like, just, just, I don't. Oh man. So I would say play it. <laughs> just to. To be frustrated. Just to experience this mess. It's a fascinating <laughs> mess at least. Like I'm, I like this more than things that just do nothing for me. Like mm. I'd rather be angry than be, you know. What is it? There's a word. Oh. Disaffected. Impartial. It's just like, whatever. I don't care about anything that happens. Uh, it's like apath- exhausted kind apathy. of... Apathy? Yeah. Rather hmm. anger than apathy. Apathy, <laughs> right. But, oh, oh, this is, this is, this is an angry playthrough. <laughs> man, I wish you had streamed it, man. <laughs> just... Raving on, just like, ah, oh, no, I can't play this anymore. Just continuing anyway. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're hiding it somewhere in this thing that the devs are definitely not going to watch. Oh, okay. So I, mean, I, I think it's a small highlight team. out of it. Like, I feel bad for other indie developers. I don't want to, like, shit on them. I'd rather do that with, like, big corporation stuff. Yeah, but I don't think we have to feel so bad for them. It looks like they made their money back, huh? Sure, but I mean, I'd be devastated if someone hated the wizard that much. That's true. It's true. <laughs> it's it's personal, right? And I mean, I don't know how many games they made before and how much writing experience they have. Yeah. Maybe the, this is just was just the their ability at the time. Why don't you at send them a, a a fan letter of telling them constructively criticizing? Yeah, their I am game. thinking about. It. I was actually. It's but would you want to have food. one? Hmm? Would you want to have like an email like that? I mean, it really depends on how it's written. But 
in most cases, like when people like like want to help me make a game that's already finished better in a very specific way, especially if it's like nine out of ten rated, I'm not really gonna <laughs> want to read this. <laughs> I will feel offended. <laughs> Actually, uh, he's funny. Or she, I don't know. They. 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 Okay. Um, write a negative review after grinding for 178 hours. <laughs> That's. Yes. I. No. Worst game I can stop playing. <laughs> I've taken it off. Oh, yeah. so now I can. Yeah, oh, yeah, I can do whatever. Finally. Free. <laughs> um, now I was, I was thinking of a little. Because there's some. Like the thing with this, like that could be easily fixed, right? It doesn't need to like go back down by that much. Well, it depends um, how they implemented it. <laughs> yeah, so somebody obviously thought that was good, I guess. But who was the game tester? They like all of the game testers. Like, who agrees to this? What was it? That's a one-minute test? If it's an indie game, maybe they just tested it themselves. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's irksome in some very small, very specific ways. Like it also bothers me that if you invert uh, the y-axis for the controller, that that also changes the up and down of the car. Like I feel like that should be separate settings. Like so, it's like small stuff like that where I'm just like, why is this not? It's so small. Why? <laughs> Good friends saying nice things. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, man. <laughs> I am I'm disappointed because that looked really cool. Yeah, um, he's even disappointed in the creator because we went, we delved in. I looked up. I, <laughs> and he looks like he would write something like this. That killed me because when he goes into that research, it was just like I just needed to know. I just asked, "What does it rate?" And then it just went into like a, a deep thing. So. Well, Google listed it. It was like written by and then uh -huh. clicked on the name, and apparently that's like some fantasy author who wrote a book series. Maybe he only has a thousand followers on Twitter, so maybe it's not that. <laughs> Okay, I'm not. I'm not gonna go there. Wow, are you but, having Twitter wars now? Oh no, I would never. <laughs> just saying, just saying. I'm not. I'm not saying anything. That was a, that was a mean joke. But um, yeah, no, that because I mean I would love, like it looks like Blade Runner, and I would like a game that has a good story like Blade Runner. It doesn't have to be that good, obviously, but just good. You mean twenty forty eight? What is it twenty? 2048? Oh, the new one. Yeah. Cyberpunk 2777. Let's not, let's not go into that right now. <laughs> That's apparently also very I not good. I was trying to like test him. Like, which one was the... With Ewan McGregor? Ewan? Uh, you mean Keanu Reeves? No. Oh, Blade Runner. Uh, oh. No, no. Movie. Oh, you're talking about no. uh, Blade Runner 2049 with oh, 49, uh, Ryan Gosling. Uh -huh. Oh, no, fuck that movie. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's... Oh, no, I was actually surprised why you knew about Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, I guess... Because I'm into that. 
I guess I figured you'd seen it uh, when I was watching the Gymquisition. That there's this new new science fiction game out that was meant to be like this big thing, super hyped, and then it's just a trash fire. Like I have never seen actually. Well, I, I've I've really heard mixed mixed opinions about that, but there's there's a lot of things going wrong, especially with the console versions. That's a trash fire for sure. But I've I've heard of a, a, quite a few people who enjoyed their time on PC, so including yeah, uh, Red King. Um, recently, actually, like just a couple of days ago, like Jack Saint, um, that YouTuber with the Apocalypse video. You remember you I sent it to me? I haven't heard the, the word. Jack Saint? Um, ah, yeah. Um, he was playing, he was streaming Cyberpunk, and I think he managed an hour before it wrecked his motherboard and power supply. I don't hear, hear anything right now. I'm sorry. Uh, technical. We had that yeah. part of Discord. Yeah, but I didn't disconnect this time, not once. Oh. So. Congratulations. So it's the, a plural the, for congratulations. Yeah, <laughs> fix something. Okay, then yeah. that's a clear sign to wrap up, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was fun, kind of. Half of it was fun, half of it was sad. That's the, that's the hypnotic experience. Yes. <laughs> you want uh, to rate over to Red King Layer? Sure. What? What? How? Do you do that? You, can uh, you do that? I think I think I can't. I think you have to type in slash rate and then just uh, Red King Layer. Then we all, as soon as you you uh, like in the now in the message box, just in the yeah. message box. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, but as soon as you you hit enter, we are gone. Okay, so then let's do it carefully. Red King's layer, right? Yeah, like so, like Correct. this. You can see my screen, right? Yeah, I, I can see. I hope uh, like the capitalization doesn't matter, um, ah, but we can just try. Well, let's try it. Uh, Venice says there's also a button. Well, let's try this because I already typed it. Um, yeah, yeah. So, thanks everyone for joining yeah. us. Hope you had was, a good was a time. Fun, fun one. I had a great time. time. <laughs> yeah. So then we return to our jam and figure out what gender is or something, I guess. Yeah. And then we'll tell you next week. I'm excited. <laughs> well then, have a nice weekend, and I guess we'll see each other on Red King's stream just now. Yeah. Bye. Bye bye. Did it work? I don't think so. <laughs> oh wait, no, three, two, one, bye! <laughs> right now? <laughs> no. I think it did. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna click. Yeah, what? Stop screaming now. I'm over there.